The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Conscious Evolution Radio with your host, Ann Gelsheimer. We are entering higher levels of consciousness with both old and new spiritual technologies to help us be the people we've always dreamed of being. We can make the choice to evolve in consciousness and become the change the world needs today. Now, here is Ann Gelsheimer. Hello, this is Ann Gelsheimer, and you're listening to Conscious Evolution Radio. My guest today, Deborah Jane Danbrook, or Debbie as I call her, is a master of the shakuhachi. And the shakuhachi is an ancient Japanese flute that was traditionally played only by monks as a type of Zen practice called blowing Zen. Debbie's the first woman to have mastered this difficult instrument. She uses the, the shakuhachi and her voice to offer music that is meditative and healing. Debbie's released 20 CDs of healing music and plays at events and workshops throughout North America, Europe, Africa, and Japan. She was invited to play at the Genocide Memorial in Rwanda, at Expo in Japan, for the Japanese Prince and Princess at the opening of the Zen Garden in Ottawa, and also traveled to to Japan 10 days after the tsunami to start her fundraising campaign for Japan. She's on the board of directors for a palliative association called Music Can Heal, and also has a Japan Cultural Foundation Association to help keep the bonds of love strong between Japan and Canada. Now, Debbie's been a friend of mine for many years. Neither of us can remember when or how we met, so that probably means we've just been friends forever. But I can tell you that Debbie has played her flute in groups that I've led, and everyone was carried away by the magic of her music. In this interview, we're going to have a chance to hear about Debbie's discovery of her passion for music and the shakuhachi flute, talk about the healing and consciousness-raising properties of music, and also hear a couple of tracks from our CDs. So welcome, Debbie. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Oh, thank you, Anne, and thank you for that beautiful introduction. I'm just so moved. I could just listen to you talking for the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) You're so kind, but no, people really want to hear you. So please, uh, tell us about how you came across the shakuhachi flute and discovered that you have this gift. Well, it's, it's an interesting story because music has always been my, my friend in my life and my companion, and it has led me on an amazing spiritual journey. So I started off with piano and then flute and did the whole classical flute thing in university and was just, at, at some point, I realized this wasn't um, making my heart sing. This, is, this wasn't making my heart feel loved and, and full of love. So I decided to go off on an adventure and ended up in the Bahamas on a desert island, but that's a whole different story. But when I came back after that experience of being on that island, the sound of the waves over those months and months had cleared out my energy field. And suddenly, instead of just classical music, I was hearing music of all types, you know, jazz and folk and and rock and roll even. So I started a different kind of a journey and uh, actually started playing saxophone, which when I, I look back on that, I always laugh. Um, and that took me into working with dance and theater and doing performance art. And from that, I'm, I moved into the jazz world, which was a very nice departure from the, the classical regime that I'd, I'd grown up with. So from jazz in Montreal, well, I was out in Vancouver and I heard a shakuhachi flute for the first time playing for a dance performance. And after the first note, I knew that was my flute. It was completely clear to me, as clear as a bell. And within a week, I was in Japan um, searching for a shakuhachi teacher. Wow, that is such commitment. <laughs> it, was, it was one of those aha moments, and I just, I just knew it. I knew it with every, every fiber of my being and my soul cried out. I'd always wanted to go to Japan, so this just got me there a little bit quicker than maybe I thought I was going to get there. 
Now, how did you find the right teacher for you? That was a little bit difficult because shakuhachi is quite a uh, difficult instrument to play and because it has only been played by men. When I would ask people <laughs> to help me find the shakuhachi teacher, they would lower their eyes and say so politely, hmm, that's a little difficult. Japanese people are so polite. They were, <laughs> they were embarrassed to actually just say to me, you're a woman. You can't play. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I just, I just carried on. Um, I was playing for dance classes. I was playing piano and um, flute. And also, I was a radio DJ in Japan so, for a couple of just different shows. So right off the bat, I had some, some wonderful experiences but could not find a teacher. So I sent a, a letter to a friend in Vancouver who was half Japanese, and she was able to track down the shakuhachi flute player that I'd heard. Heard, who wrote to someone in northern Japan, who wrote to someone in, a, in Tokyo, to Osaka, back to him. So it was this huge letter, a chain of five or six letters. And then finally, I received a letter with the name of two shakuhachi teachers. The first one spoke English, so I called him right away and I took him out for lunch. And he was a lovely fellow, but shakuhachi was a hobby for him, something he did on the side. The other teacher was a, was a performer and full-time teacher, but lived two hours in the country and did not speak English. So I carried this letter around against, right, right against my heart for a week or so and was just thinking, what should I do? What should I do? And I had a student uh, that I met in a coffee shop to, to talk English with. Her English is probably better than mine. She, she studied English in, in Britain and had this lovely accent. So I pulled out the letter and I showed it to her and she reads the letter and she goes, oh, he went to school with my husband. We know him. No, that's yeah, amazing. So I think of how many people there are in Japan and this was so amazing. So she took me the two hours out to the country and he lived in this beautiful, old, old traditional Japanese home. And as I approached, I could hear him playing shakuhachi. And with that moment, I arrived in Japan. He read the letter. He said, Sure. Well, in Japanese, <laughs> handed me a flute. Little did I know that there, there are more than like $2,000, $3,000 flutes. Handed me a flute and said, sure, I will teach you. Now, this is a difficult instrument to play. How, how did that go for you when you first picked it up? I could play the flute immediately. And the other wow. thing that when I look back, I'm, I, I look back, I am, I was so amazed. And I actually could pick up the music to all the music's in Japanese. At this point, I spoke no Japanese, just, you know, enough to order food and get on a train. And my teacher was very, very pleased with my pro progress. And as I, as I went through the, the different pieces, um, that, that very first piece, these are called the Hankyoku, which are the traditional Zen pieces, I learned in a few weeks. It wasn't really for years until years later when I came back. I was teaching at the University of Toronto and had excellent students. I, I realized that piece takes a year. So I wasn't learning the music I was remembering. And my yes. whole time in Japan was a time of remembering. And I found my temple, which is up a mountain. And long before the temple was built, it was a power spot. So pilgrims would come to that mountain for the energy. So having, I found my temple, I found a healer to help sustain me with all the wild energies in Japan. But that music was music that was already in myself, so it was remembering. How beautiful. And what is the name of your temple? Hozanji. And tell yeah. us about that, because I know that's very precious. Oh, you know, yes, I could talk about my temple forever. I'm actually looking at pictures of it right here uh, across my altars right in front of me. Um, my my temple is up a mountain, and so as as you as you go up the stairs up to the mountain, you, you it's it's like you're separating yourself from the mundane. You're moving closer and closer into the spiritual and the divine. And this is a temple that isn't a, a famous temple or a popular temple. So you, you're not going to find tourists there. This is a temple where people go to pray, and have been doing so for so long. And it is exquisitely beautiful. Every place you go is beautiful. A, a friend of mine I was was recently there, and I told him how how to go, and he said, you know, what pictures or video should I, I take? And I said, you could close your eyes and just have your video camera on, and every place is sacred and beautiful. So it is it is it is a place that I know, like the palm of my hand, or I just I know it in my heart, and I carry it in my heart at all times. And is it a place where the monks used to play shakuhachi? No, um, the, the shakuhachi being played by monks actually uh, f fell away centuries ago. That's mm. just where the beginning of it came from. 
So, so now it has become a secular instrument and is used in classical pieces with several other um, Japanese instruments. But there are some people, like me, who carry on with, with uh, having learned the traditional pieces. But I have moved away from the traditional pieces now, and I do only, only my own music. Now, maybe we could talk a little bit about the sort of the, the sacred properties, the uh, consciousness uplifting properties of the shakuhachi and of music generally. Oh, I'd love to. Uh, the shakuhachi is a u- very unique instrument in, in so much that you cannot get a sound unless you are grounded. So what you're doing with the shakuhachi is that you're dropping your roots into the earth. You're connecting with the chi, the earth's energy. You're drawing that chi up through your roots, up through your physical body, into your heart, and then with the breath, it's, it goes out through the flute. So that chi has to be able to be held in your energetic field. So what you're doing with that chi and with the shakuhachi, because it is an, a Zen instrument, you are learning to clear and balance your chakras with each and every breath. You're learning to draw up energy, but you're also learning to hold it in your field. So you have to be able to hold that energy and have a, a more cohesive field. And then the shakuhachi is a spiritual tool for that energy to be transformed into sound. And so not only are you doing the Zen practice with the breath, but you also have the incredible healing vibration of of all healing music, but the unique healing vibration of the shakuhachi, which is so powerful and um, so full of light and and divine love. That is beautiful. And I I have seen how people respond to it, uh, leading uh, healing groups myself, just people were just so delighted to listen. They could have listened all day to this, to your playing. Oh, that! Thank you so much, Anne. I just, I, it's such a joy for me to play, and I, you know, I, I play so often, and I just played a few days ago uh, at a beautiful energy workshop, and it's just that feeling that we we close our eyes, and this flute transforms us and and takes us to divine love instantly. And then when I open my eyes, everyone's crying, <laughs> but in a, in a beautiful, 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 healing, gentle way. So that, that's now, always a beautiful moment. Now, we're actually going to be playing a song, um, a couple of songs at least. Um, the first one is Wakame. Did I say that correctly? Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> oh, great. Would you tell, we got a, a minute or two before we'll start it. If you could just tell us a little bit about that song. Okay, this, this is a piece from The Spirit of Shakuhachi. And the Spirit of Shakuhachi is a seven-CD set that I did um, for, for helping to clear our, our chakras. And so there's one for each of the chakras to invite in um, healing and light and to help balance, balance our whole energetic field. So in the green one, which is the heart one, which is, of course, my favorite one, is two shakuhachis together. So it's, it's two shakuhachis in relationship, two shakuhachis loving each other. And um, I did uh, these seven CDs over a nine-month period, which I thought was an amazing time to, to birth these seven CDs. Right. And, yeah, and so this one is just uh, just feel it um, with your breath going into your heart and feel your heart filled with divine love. Thank you. That's beautiful. We'll go to the song right now.
This is Anne Gelsheimer from Conscious Evolution Radio. We've been listening to Debbie Danbrook play the shakuhachi flute, and we'll be back in just a moment after our commercial. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. For 27 years, Kidstar has empowered thousands of kids across the country. And now we have the opportunity to empower children around the world. Kidstar is announcing a new radio show called Voyage Earth. Voyage Earth will empower kids from across the world. And we need your help. Kidstar has created a Kickstarter campaign just for this new undertaking. By pledging to Kickstarter, you pledge for a future of empowered people to come. My name is Harmony Hagedorn. And I'm Angel Ramirez. From the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids. Kidstar, we empower kids. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are tuned in to Conscious Evolution Radio, and we love to hear from you. Please send any questions or comments about the show via email to Conscious Evolution Radio at gmail.com. Again, that's Conscious Evolution Radio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, this is Ann Gelsheimer with Conscious Evolution Radio, and my guest today is Deborah Jane Danbrook, or my friend Debbie, who is a master of the shakuhachi flute. And we've just listened to a beautiful piece by her prior to the commercial. Right now, what we'd like to do is talk a little bit more about how we can use music in our lives. Debbie, what would you say to that? Well, I think the wonderful thing about music, it is so accessible. Uh, We're so lucky to have recorded music. Now, there's nothing like going to hear live music, but just to have the luxury of recorded music whenever we want is amazing. So I always recommend to people just putting on uh, the music, have a cup of tea, maybe light a candle, and you are instantly into a new zone. Um, people often say, oh, I don't know how to meditate. My, my mind is too busy. Often um, just listening to the right kind of music, the right kind of music that feels healing and relaxing for you can help to put you into that rela- relaxation response where our brain waves slow down, our breathing automatically just slows, and, and also our heart rate slows. So just listening to the music, there you're doing it. Instant meditation. Well, and it's true. Once we start relaxing, that's when the healing response does kick in. It just frees up all our energy to heal and regenerate on every level. So we have that relaxation aspect of the music. But there also is an aspect around um, with the meditation in terms of really opening us up to higher levels of consciousness. Would you care to comment on that? Yes, I think especially with the shakuhachi flute, it has it has been such a, a spiritual tool for my life, and also um, kind of my my companion on my spiritual journey. So as as the shakuhachi has helped to d- deepen um, my spiritual commitment and and my journey, I've also felt more and more open with my heart, feeling my heart more filled with love and light, more connected to the planet. And as more as that happens, then more and more I feel my angels. And so now every Every time I play, I feel my angels, and also I feel little fairies dancing around my feet. So there, there's a whole um, a divine dimension that comes through for me with the flute and then also my voice, which I, I kind of use like a flute um, without using words. 
So the music for me uh, is so clear, clearly a spiritual uh, way of living, and and I hope that that's what I can offer to people when they hear me live or listen to my CDs. Now, you shared with me that beautiful picture um, where you really can see a little being, a little fairy, and I didn't get a chance to actually see the angel, but I'm going to go back and look at that one because I missed it on my first look. But I'm going to post that on our Facebook page for the radio show for the listeners, so it's very, very clear. Would you tell us a little bit about where that picture was taken, the circumstances? Oh, I'd be happy to. Um, I was at Niagara Falls, which I just love. The, the healing um, of the water is so amazing. When you go there um, any time of day or, or evening with the lights on it, it is it is just so profoundly moving and healing. And so I'd just been to the falls, and then I was at the Butterfly Pavilion, and it's this beautiful, beautiful pavilion just, just outside of Niagara with just hundreds and hundreds of butterflies. And I had many, many butterflies land on the top of my head, which was magical. It just felt like angels dancing on my head. But then I had one, this beautiful little blue butterfly sat on my shoulder, and it flew off. And my friend took a picture right then, and the little butterfly is a perfect blue pixie fluttering behind my right shoulder. So beautiful. And so I put it up on my Debbie Danbrook Facebook page, and someone looked at it, and they saw a beautiful angel of light over my left shoulder that I hadn't even noticed because I was so thrilled and transfixed with, with the little pixie because I've, I have my uh, one of my performing, performing, performing names is Debrina, and I'm the queen of the pixies at some of my events that I do. Oh, so. I love it. I love it. I wondered <laughs> where you got the name. That's <laughs> so beautiful. Oh, thank you. It just came to me once. And so um, some of my friends have started calling me Debrina, and I use it for my emails. But my regular name, of course, is just Debbie Danbrook. <laughs> Well, your magic name is Debrina, and I can see why. And I, I, I know these beautiful beings are so drawn to to music. I'll just just mention when I'm out in the uh, doing field work with Dr. Greer, and we're actually connecting to some very highly advanced um, extraterrestrial beings. They love the crystal bowls that we play. They love it when we play any kind, like the Tibetan bowls. Uh, we get a tremendous response, and it just seems to create a harmonic that allows the whole group to move into coherence and, and to connect more fully. Yes, I think it's, music is a perfect vehicle vehicle for opening our hearts and allowing us to move into these other dimensions for other beings and terrestrial beings and, and spiritual beings and angels and fairies and, and the whole gamut of beings uh, to, to be connected to us. They're always around us. They're always there waiting to help. There are so many helpers there for us. But this is a vehicle to help us uh, connect with them and for them, to, for, for them to allow their incredible divine love to pour into our hearts. And I've definitely experienced that uh, listening to you. Now, you had mentioned as well that um, with the flute that you're also helping to balance male and female energies. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yes, that's something that I realized after my time in Japan because I'm playing the shakuhachi, which is, uh, of course, a traditionally um, a monk's instrument and a male instrument. So men are the only ones that have played this beautiful flute. So being the first woman to have mastered it and, and to go on, you know, going on to, to use it professionally. So I'm, I'm bringing the, the feminine energy, the, the goddess energy into a male instrument. So the way that I play the flute is also quite feminine. When you hear some of the traditional pieces played by um, male performers, they can be quite um, almost aggressive, but very, very powerful. But when I play it, there's a, a powerfulness, but a gentleness and um, just a feminine quality. So I, I'm just so happy to have this tool at this time where we so need this balance and on our planet of, of male and female energies becoming um, not not one above the other, but working together. Beautiful. And how do they receive you uh, in other parts of the world, like particularly in Japan as a woman playing the flute and playing it so skillfully? Oh, thank you, Anne. Um, it was difficult, actually, when I lived there because that was back in the 80s. And um, I found it difficult performing with my shakuhachi because I didn't feel people were hearing or feeling what I was doing. They were just so, just kind of amazed. It's like, wow, look at a woman, look at a foreigner. And I'm not a, uh, a big person, so um, there, there's this feeling that, you, you know, you have to be so strong to get a sound. But, of course, as I was mentioning before, it, it has to do with energetic strength. 
Um, so I, I was, I had to leave Japan at one point and it broke my heart because my heart is so in my temple and I, you know, I feel so connected to Japan, but I'm so glad that I did come back to Canada and I was able to move into the whole realm of healing with my flute because that flute traditionally being a spiritual tool is a tool for healing. So now when I go back to Japan and I was invited to the last um, expo and played at the, on the main hall there, people are hearing my flute and are, I think, really feeling it in their hearts. So there's been, there's been a shift in Japan. Oh, very good. And I know you, you, use, uh, you do play the flute um, in your work with uh, palliative care patients. Is that correct? Yes, I, I play for palliative care. For I do healing sessions. I do um, sessions, mantra sessions. My, my mantra is breathe in love, breathe out light. So I use the flute in so many uh, different ways. And, and each and every situation that I take it into, I really I feel that people are, are just automatically feel that deep grounding and, and a peaceful feeling from the flute. So And even, you know, little, little ones. When I, I've played for toddlers and, and always thought, oh, this might be a little difficult, and they just are instantly transfixed by it. I can believe that. <laughs> have, they, have you had any funny stories of them, just the, how fascinated they are with the, with the flute? Well, I haven't played, you know, mo- mostly I'm playing for adults and I'm playing at healing events and healing retreats. And, but uh, a couple of times I've, I've been invited to play at events and there, there have been children there and, and their, their eyes go so big and they're just still. But what was the nicest thing for me was the parents coming up after and going, thank you, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> so they were relaxed, but it was also just to have their kids completely relaxed for that music meditation that I had just offered. So it was a double gift. <laughs> Beautiful. Now, um, we're going to be listening to another one of your songs, and this one is you uh, using your voice. So please tell us about that. Well, when I came back from Japan, because I had I worked so hard on shakuhachi, um, and it is an, it's a, a, a flute that you hold in front of you, so it's very, very good for your posture and your shoulders and your whole physical body, but I was also worked very hard on the koto, which is the Japanese harp. And I went a little bit crazy with it because I knew I was leaving Japan, and I really um, hurt my shoulder. I overdid it. And I'd also had a shoulder injury from years ago playing silver flute because, as you know, you hold your arm at a kind of an, a strange angle out to the side. So at one point, I started having some um, nerve problems, and I had to give up shakuhachi. And as with any physical ailment, we don't know the journey ahead. We don't know how long the injury will last or, you know, how it's going to come out. So I thought, well, I've got to do something, so I guess I'll start singing. So I went to an opera singer just for a lesson or two, and it was amazing because I had become so much more grounded and had um, such strength now um, from my center that she just hooked that grounding and strength up to my voice, and I had the completely different voice come out of my mouth, which was kind of weird the first (laughs) time that happened. I guess. (laughs) But then um, I use my voice now, I'd say, equally to the amount I do with the shakuhachi. So... The two of them, to me, are, are the same, just coming from a different feeling. But uh, when I put the two of them together, of course, on recordings, um, I love it because sometimes I'm not sure, is that my voice or is that the shakuhachi? So there's, there's something so similar to them. I, I, I love that feeling. Now, I had never heard you sing before until I listened to the track open, and I was so in awe. It was beautiful. It was haunting. Please tell us more about that, because that's the one we're going to listen to. Oh, wonderful. Um, The open song is from Sacred Sounds for the Soul, and it was from a trilogy I did. And this this particular CD was I, I did for my dad. He was coming up to 98, and it was time for him to, to pass from the, the physical. And he was just kind of hanging in there, and so I thought, I'm going to do a CD for my dad. And the first note that I played, I felt a chord open up to a set of angels, and I knew this was the channel for my dad for him to die to. So I got that CD done really quickly, and he, he got to hear it twice. And he held my hand, and he came back sort of from a, an in-between place he'd been for many, many, many days. And he gripped my hand very hard, and his last words to me were, you are a good flute player. So this, oh. is, this is music for my dad, who I always will love and adore and hold in my heart.
This is Anne Gelsheimer with Conscious Evolution Radio, and you've been listening to Debbie Danbrook play, uh, or actually to sing, the song Open. We'll be back shortly after our commercial break. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are tuned in to Conscious Evolution Radio, and we love to hear from you. Please send any questions or comments about the show via email to ConsciousEvolutionRadio at gmail.com. Again, that's Conscious Evolution Radio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. This is Ann Gelsheimer with Conscious Evolution Radio, and you're back with us today. We're listening to, we've been listening to Debbie Danbrook sing the song Open, which I just love that song. So, Debbie, you've had quite a, a journey with uh, creating these many CDs. Could you talk to us about that? Yes, uh, the, the CDs have been a kind of a chronicle of my spiritual journey. I was so happy when I when I came back from Japan and I was in Canada and I was kind of, what now? What's going to happen? And I started working with uh, dancers and playing for theater. And this was a wonderful time because it was a way to use the shakuhachi and find a new vocabulary. I had learned all the traditional pieces and that was a wonderful journey. But now I needed to somehow find the music of my heart. So moving, uh, moving the music along with the energy of a dancer was one of the best things for me. That was just incredible. And little by little, it was meeting other musicians and having ideas. And so I did a couple of CDs of, of music, like world music, that, that I love those CDs. But there was a, a transition between those first two CDs and then the Spirit of Shakuhachi with the, the seven CDs of the, the Chakra series. I had um, uh, a spiritual... Uh, awakening during that time, and um, I guess it, I guess you could call it soul retrieval. And I went on a journey uh, <laughs> to find parts of my soul. And during that that year, I didn't sleep more than two hours. It was a very difficult time. It was physically difficult and emotionally difficult. But I knew there was something going on that was very deep and profound for for me. And I stuck with it. And at the end of that journey, um, I was at I was at someone's house, and I was standing at their altar. And one of their guides said to me, "When when are you going to do that CD with with that flute?" And I was kind of thinking, "Wow, I, I'm not up to doing anything." And within a week, I had done the first CD of the Spirit of Shakuhachi. I didn't wow. know I, I didn't know seven seven were coming, but as as I just kept going and going, I, at one point halfway through, I realized, "Oh, I'm I'm somehow shifting." Shifting and transforming my own chakras, my own energy field. And with that very first CD and actually with that very first note, um, I felt a connection to my angels that I had never felt before. And, and consistently since then, every time I pick up the flute or sing, I, I have that connection now. And which one was the first uh, CD that you did in the series? Was it the, the root chakra one or the yeah. crown? I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah, root chakra came first. 
And then after a few days or a week, I couldn't sleep again, and I sort of panicked, and I thought, I got, I, I've got to get that feeling again. And so I went in, and I thought, you know what I'll do? I'll do a whole CD of just solo shakuhachi, and then I won't listen to it, and then I'll just put the headphones on, and the first time I hear it, I'm going to play a duet with myself. So that's where the heart chakra one came from, and that's the Peace Wakame one is from that green heart chakra CD. I see. And so what, where did it go from there? You did those beautiful CDs, which were the ones I was most familiar with, but I know there's been many since. Oh, so many. I, um, I've loved my work with the Labyrinth, and I've had so many wonderful experiences um, playing uh, on, and walking through Labyrinths and, and also being the Pied Piper, the first person on a Labyrinth like to open that energy of it. So all those Labyrinth experiences, I, I did a CD with, with that feeling of the Labyrinth, so it's a, a spiritual journey. So people don't actually have to be walking a Labyrinth or even doing a finger labyrinth, but it's a, it's a spiritual journey that, that winds and wanders to our center and then takes us back out again. So that's the circles of discovery one. Beautiful. And I know there's some new ones. Uh, what is the latest one that you've been doing? Um, well, I did a trilogy, that the Sacred Sounds trilogy, and we, we heard something from Sacred Sounds for, for the Soul. And there's also one with just solo shakuhachi, and then there's also one Sacred Sounds for Sleep. And that's the one that I've listened to the most of all the, the CDs, because I've, I've never really come back to a deep sleeper after that, that strange or interesting transition that I had. So I listen to Sacred Sounds for the Sleep over and over, and I put it on repeat, so it's been on um, playing for me night after night for years and years and years. So I've listened to it at least a billion times by now. <laughs> it's interesting you have trouble sleeping. I, I know from my own studies in meditation that when people meditate very deeply, they actually sleep less. I wonder if that's true for the way you play your music. You just have less of a need for sleep. Oh yes, I, I totally agree with that. It's just it was weird because it was such a, um, a demarcation before and after with the, the seven CDs of the Spirit of Shakuhachi. Because I used to sleep, and then since then I I don't sleep as much, but I sleep different. It's different sleep. That's what it is. So, um, but it's nice to have that sleep CD going on. And I've um, since then I've also done one for gentle movement in bed. Um, so it's in combination with the sleep CD, and that's that's coming out shortly. So it's a whole sleep program that I've been working on to help other people with their sleep patterns. Oh, that's great. That's a good reference for me to keep because I do have many people who come to see me who really that's a major problem right now in the world, getting enough sleep. Yes, well, I think the the music again is, is such a, a a simple and easy easy vehicle for people to help them with their sleep. So um, I'll I'll send you all the details on the sleep program, and it'll be up on my website uh, shortly. So we'll have that all up. Now I know you mentioned uh, when we were chatting earlier that there's uh, you're actually doing something on YouTube uh, on mantra sessions. Can you tell us about that? Oh, oh, thanks for mentioning that. Um, I if you go to YouTube and just type in Debbie Danbrook. Um, I have lovely videos from all over the world at amazing places that I've played at. Um, it's just so wonderful having YouTube. I really, really love it. And it's great fun. And uh, one of the last things that I've just put up recently, it's on the mantra sessions that I do. So my mantra is breathe in love and breathe out light. And it has been my mantra for as long as I can remember and just just a, a joy and a pleasure to have that mantra as a little friend in my heart all the time. So I started um, helping some other people, and I've been doing more and more and more of these mantra sessions. So someone said, well, you, you should do a little video on it. So I did a little video, and it's up on YouTube. And in the next few days, we're going to have something up on, on the Healing Music website um, talking about the session. So in, in conjunction with all the other workshops and, and retreats and, and healing events that I play at, this is, this is a one-on-one thing that I can do with people and do over Skype. And it's, it's lots of fun and very, very uh, loving. And uh, maybe maybe you could just say again, how would people connect with you if they wanted to uh, to work with you one on one? My uh, website is healingmusic.com, and so you can simply go to info at healingmusic.com, and I also have debbydanbrook at gmail.com. So either of those are a perfect way to get in touch with me. Oh, that sounds great. So where do you think you're going to go next? What what does the future hold for you? <laughs> Well, it's always it's always exciting. I know in the next few few weeks I'll travel to Montreal. I'm going to I'm working on a healing crystal 
um, music um, spiral thing, um, healing machine kind of thing with my friends. So totally, totally new and, and fun and wonderful and been to Ottawa for teaching and doing healing sessions and, and music meditations and back here for another music meditation. Then up north I'm going to play at a beautiful retreat. So just so my life is just so busy and so rich and so so lovely but but I don't have that feeling of being overwhelmed because with with the healing music it, it helps to keep me grounded, keeps me in the moment and keeps my heart just singing. Now, when you are playing, what is that experience like in concert? It's just, it's just total, it's total bliss. It's so beautiful. I'm just, um, I take a breath, and because uh, the majority of the music that I'm doing is just channeled, I just take a breath and get out of the way and just let let it come through whatever wants to come through. If I'm playing at a concert with other musicians, then I'm just. Um, aware of their energy and what what they're contributing and and having that as part of the vehicle but it's just a, an incredible experience of just being so open and and just full of divine love and joy i just i love it so much <laughs> that's beautiful we're we're going to actually we're going to be able to play one more song and i wonder if you could maybe introduce it for us Oh, um, oh, perfect, Anne. Thank you so much. Um, I'd love to play something from Sacred Sounds for Sleep. Um, this one is, is called Falling, and this is this is one of the pieces that I, Debbie Danberg, have listened to at least a billion times. And this is uh, Shakuhachi, and the background instrument that you'll hear, it's, it's actually the London Boys Choir, and it's played on keyboard. So, of course, it's played lower than their, their high, beautiful, beautiful, clear voices. But for me, it's the sound, a bit of choir, but also kind of like water just flowing beautifully around all, all through planet Earth. So the Shakuhachi sits on this water sound. That's gorgeous. And and how did you hook up with the London's London Boys Choir? How did that come about? Oh no, I didn't actually play with them. It's it's something that um, you you buy from them and you play on a synthesizer. Ah, okay, so, cool. Yeah, so, so Steve Raymond, who's produced all the twenty CDs, is the most amazing musician. Played uh, played it on the keyboard, and I played along with Shakuachi. But all the all the CDs, pretty well, all the music that you hear on the CDs, it was just I just stand there in front of the mic and I open my heart, and it comes through. So these aren't pieces that I sat down and composed. It's all music. Of, the, of my angels. Okay, that is wonderful. <laughs> well, what are we going? What we're going to do is I'm going to just close out here, and I'd like to leave our listeners listening to the music. That that will be the last thing for our show today. So I want to thank you so much, Debbie, for being on the show, and just for being so fun and so talented <laughs> and so full of spirit. You just you brought a lot of joy to my life and to many many people's lives, and I know our listeners are probably enjoying this very very much. So thank you so much. Oh, and thank you, Anne, for have me it's just been a delight and a pleasure chatting with you as always so thank you from the bottom of my heart you're so welcome so i'm going to sign out say goodbye to our listeners today this is ann gelsheimer with conscious evolution radio and i hope you enjoy debbie's song
Thank you again for tuning in to Conscious Evolution Radio. Please join Ann Gelsheimer for another great show next Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We hope to see you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.